We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? Richard Hoskins. Shout out to the home of our producer, Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Woot, woot. What, what? Holding it down for old Monk's Corner. Right. Straight up out of Monk's Corner. I heard How many that. people's passed that on the way to the beach? <laughs> I think everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's kind of like how you go, but you know. I don't know. So we're talking about the cool cars and where are they at now. Yes. I got one for you. Since we're since we're playing with a with the blue oval bunch, how about the Thunderbird? Come out swinging in 1955. Something you will not hear me say very often. See, I'm not a big fan of the first gen Thunderbirds, just personally. Yeah, because it's popular. You don't like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Su- why we call you Odd Rod. Suzanne Summers looked good in one, but past that, the the first gen Thunderbirds were very iconic cars. Five, the, of course, we're talking about the '55, '56, and '57, the Baby Birds. You're just going to ignore my American Graffiti reference. I love Suzanne Summers, and I love American Graffiti, right. and I can quote that movie word for word. That's a great film. And Suzanne Summers actually got a funny tidbit of information on that. The man that owned that white T-Bird was so anal about his car and so particular that they kicked him off the movie set because he was worried about Suzanne Summers messing it up, driving it around the few times she did. Man. We actually talked about that. Um, yeah, we have. And uh, just for the record, Suzanne Summers can drive any one of my cars she wants. Yes, yeah, seriously. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know. Yeah, I'm just. I, I'd probably today. I would let Suzanne Summers still drive it. Absolutely, she's like 114 years old, and I would still would. Absolutely, without doubt. I'm telling you, but the Baby Birds are very iconic cars. You got to think about it. It was Ford's first sports car of any kind, and I'll be honest with you. You know, Chevrolet came out of left field with the Corvette, caught Ford off guard totally, and in two years they whipped up the T-Bird. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, you won't hear me say this often. They they kind of they kind of they kind of uh, sucker punch Chevrolet with that because I'm gonna tell you something. The T the 55 T Bird and the 55 Vet, there's no comparison. Yeah, the T Bird was even made. with the 260, even with the V8, a 55 Vet is not much to it. Nah, I mean they they were built to be comfortable. They were built to. But here's the problem: they took the uh, they took the Thunderbird and went a totally different direction with it. 58, they went downhill fast. But sell shot up. Yeah, they actually did. Some of the best-selling T-Birds were the bigger T-Birds. Um, they were very comfortable cars. They turned into luxury cars. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not a fan of a T-Bird at this point, though. i got to get later on. Well, 58 is when they went to the 4i, and then they got bigger and bigger. Then you had the Elvira ones. You remember yeah. the ones she had? And like I think hers was a 60. I love and then, the 60 ones. Yeah. They're, they're okay. They're, they're an acquired taste. I love the taillights on them. Oh, yeah, yeah. They look like two big jet engines off the back of it. But then in the mid-60s, remember the suicide door one, what, 67, yeah, 68? Yeah, I mean, you're not talking about a car that people might rightfully be mad had four doors. I mean, that, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, those, those were weird cars. Those are very weird and cars. And then in the 70s. Prince had one. 
that explains a lot. Yeah. And uh, funny, he didn't sing a song called Little Red Thunderbird. Uh, it was purple. <laughs> it was purple. No, but you well, you know, you dig into the seventies like your seventy seven for instance. I'm just grabbing a ear. That's like the one you remember the what's that uh T V show with Michael Landon in it? Highway to Heaven, remember? Yes. And they rode around in a seventy seven Thunderbird. I like those cars. You do God's work in a Thunderbird like that. Now you sell Bibles for sure, but I'm telling you, I like those cars. Those are just That was actually a good that was a good T V show. Yeah, I didn't watch it. That was wholesome. That's probably <laughs> why, but you know. I did watch Touch by an Angel though. I mean you gotta give me some credit. <laughs> That's another good-looking lady right there. I like her. Easy. She's, so, do, she's doing God's work. Ain't no, I won't tell you something. I'd be doing it right beside her because she's gorgeous. But anyway, can I get an amen? Preach. Preach. <laughs> Richard, did you just testify? Did you just threw your hand up? Amen. <laughs> I'm fixing to send an offer and play it around. <laughs> but, so, I mean, the big T-birds are cool, but they got really cool when they started getting smaller again. And then now I, you know what, when they started doing like when it's basically a Mustang, <laughs> that's a loose reference. But so when it's it a Fox chassis vehicle, yeah, yes. when it was basically a Mustang, those were some cool Thunderbirds. I like that, and I love like that eighty, what's it, eighty five, eighty six, eighty seven T bird, like the awesome Bill days. Uh, the uh, eighty three to eighty six, and then in eighty seven, they. Changed, they got a little bigger. Still, Fox platform car, but those are probably my. F- I'm, I'm gonna be between the big. And I want to tell you something else. You want to talk about an indestructible car? Because those cars, when they went to the four six, yeah. So I like them pre four six. I like with the five zero. The five zero's them were cool, but when they went four six, you know they had an independent rear suspension under them too, yeah. which is very odd. Yeah, actually, they were great cars. You can't tear I, them up. They're I, like a they're like a town car. I love the five zero Thunderbirds. I actually I would own a five zero Thunderbird if you can find one. It, yeah, yeah. big if on if you can find one. You know, and that was the thing I never understood with the popularity of Mustangs. And nobody wanted a T-Bird. Nobody wanted one. And it's the same car. Well, it's, it, it's it's a, I'm loosely coupe. saying that, but yeah. They had the Super Coupe for the people that want... The they, Turbo Coupes were cool, too. Yeah, the Turbo Coupes yeah, were cool. Yeah, and then the Supercharged 3.8 V6. I mean, the 5.0 just came at a time in that chassis that it was kind of late. And it seemed like everyone that was interested in performance kind of already had their Super Coupes. Um, I mean, it was a big deal when they brought the 5.0 back, but it was just kind of a little t- too little, too late. That, and then, of course, you know, the T-Bird went away, and then in 2005, it popped back up again. And yeah. see, I do not like the 05 T-Bird. I love the last-gen T-Bird. I figured you I think they're cool cars. A little odd, a little bubbly, a little that poppy nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. But... I like them like I like a new bug. You know what I mean. It's kind of got that, you know, kind of round. Kind of we'll, looks we'll, like we'll get to that in a minute. But they're cool cars. Where I think Ford dropped the ball is global parts with these cars. It's basically a Jag. Yeah. Right. Um, they didn't really nail the market. Well, I say that. I mean. I know that we were sitting on one at D&D for well over a year, and uh, I will say this. like I don't want to own one. One of the best driving cars I've ever driven there. Um, oh, yeah. They drive phenomenal. Yeah, just incredible driving cars. And they're cool. You know, got the removable hardtop. It's a classy car. Like, I kind of oh, yeah. wish my dad had one or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you barred off of him, you know? But, I mean, it's that cool retired guy car. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I'm six foot two. I can't fit. 
I love there's I would own a fifty five T bird today if I could fit in it. That's a small cockpit, man. Yes. Now an O five T bird, which is loosely based off of that, I can fit in just fine, oh, comfortably. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. That's, that's my big thing. Like, I love first-gen vets. You know, 57, 58, 59, 60 Corvettes are absolutely gorgeous. I just can't fit in them. I sat in your dad's 62, man, and I was getting pretty claustrophobic. I mean, oh, yeah. you got a two-foot-long steering wheel, like, up against your chest. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, this, that car is not made for anybody over 5'7". Yeah. And 140 pounds. That's very accurate, actually. The uh, But, I mean, but the T-Birds, the new T-Birds, I think... I think the two door market like that, having the Mustang to having a Mustang and having the T Bird, I think it was just like one too many roosters in the hen house. Yeah, 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 I agree with you. I think I think everybody that wanted that sporty two door car, they got a Mustang. And the older folks bought the T Bird out of nostalgia, but there's just not enough of them to keep the Well, I mean alive. it's it's it goes back to what we said earlier and maybe Dodge looked at Ford before they even had the thought. Why didn't they make a Charger as a two-door? This is a prime example and, as to and, why. And exactly. You hit the nail on the head there. Well, you got to think about the demographic has changed. People yeah. people want a car that you can use now oh, yeah. Yeah. and haul their kids in. And Not many people buy a car just because, oh, this people is a People go cool rock car. climbing now. Yeah. yeah. People, who climbs a rock? Yeah, who climbs a rock? It's crazy. It's insane. Absolutely. I'll tell you what else is insane. What's insane? You know what's insane. It's them commercial breaks, and isn't they it? keep coming, and they keep coming, and that's right. Because as long as they're coming, that means we keep coming. And all you find people talking about all these cool cars, guys. Stay tuned. We're talking about the cool cars and where they are now, right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour on one zero six three W. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod, what's going on, dude? Man, I'm just hanging out. Richard Hoskins. What's going on? Knock them stiff, Ohio. <laughs> All right, I'm Googling that because I don't think that's a thing. It's it's a thing. I do you really <laughs> think I'm capable of making these things up? Actually, I do. Well, thank you. Well, all the fine folks in Knock'em Stiff, right. Ohio. All 306 of them, by the way. Another one, if you want a issue. free T-shirt, email the Hot Rods and Happy Hour Facebook page. We will send you one because if you're from Knock'em Stiff. Knock'em Stiff, Ohio. Ohio. That's good people. All 306 people. All That's of probably them. Salute. Population there. <laughs> the uh, the rest. I guys. tell you, so, so we were talking about all the cool cars and where they are now. And we're talking about the Fords. And I think we need to get off this subject before people think wrong of us. <laughs> you know? Amen. Amen. I mean, I'm already on enough prayer lists. I don't need to give them any more reason. That's true. All right. So let's switch gears. Let's go over to the Pontiac camp. Mm. The 10 Indians. How about the GTO? Love the Little GTO. Who sings an odd rod for a thousand? Um, <laughs> why why do you do that to me? You I, don't know. Yeah, You're killing say. me. Come on, man. It's Ronnie and the Daytona. Yeah, Ronnie and the. I'm Daytona. just ready for you to say Beach Boys. That's everybody's answer to every car song. Beach Boys. Well, they sang every car song except no, that one. Jan and Dean. No, no, yeah, yeah, Jan and Dean and Sam and Dave. Yeah, and so many of those. Yeah, a little old lady from Pasadena. That's my favorite song. I know it's talking about a Mopar product, but I just like the song. I'm with you. Nobody meaner than a little old lady from Pasadena. But anyhow. Just a good song. So the GTO, which stands for That's Richard? what Dodge is going to come out with next, the Super Stock Dodge. That's going to be the next. That's going to be the oh, new demon. the demon now. Yeah, it's going to be the Super Stock. All right. All right. You're, you're ruining my moment. GTO, Richard, what's it stand for? 
Gran Turismo Amalgato. And that's why we keep him around. I'm telling you. If they ever come up with Automotive Jeopardy, I want him on my team. Stump. No, we need You remember they had Stump the Schwab? We just need to Stump the Richard. Stump the Richard. All right. I feel like I've been issued a challenge. I think you have, guys. Yeah, I think this is. Email. Bring your questions into the Facebook page. This could actually. Bring your questions in. You know what? This could actually be a good segment on this show is to have a Stump the Richard moment and come in with your questions and just lay my answer. Just kill him. Oh, just, man. You're really, you're putting a lot on me there, bud. I think I think you can handle Richard, it, Richard. I really do. I put I put my money. On, yeah, I, put my I got money my on, money on him. So. I put my money on little Richie Cunningham over here. We might He's have got to, this. We might have to work on something like this in the we future. Might have to, we might have to work on that. Pencil that down. Yeah, right. I got that wrote down. We'll get our people to talk and do lunch. Yeah, exactly. So all right. So, so my, we're talking about the planes. We're talking about the GTOs. GTO came out in 1964. Can I give my opinion on the GTO? Sure. At no time during GTO's production did I ever not like them. 74, I did not like GTOs. I love them. Uh, I, I love I the love ugly them. GTOs. Uh, yeah. uh, or, or should I say the Nova sticker package? Yeah, they're, 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 they're hideous. Still had a Pontiac engine. Uh, I mean, I think it was cranking out all of about 185 horsepower. But, um, yeah, in 74, yeah. that wasn't that bad. That's just, they look like a Dodge Aspen. No, I, I don't know. I, don't, I like the sticker GTOs. I do. I really do. I agree with you. I really like the sticker GTOs. Odd Rod, you are what's wrong with America. I'm just throwing that out there to you. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I do. You are the artificial flavoring of life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I like the sticker GTOs. I do. I, I like GTO from day one to the last day they made one. I really do. See, I, I mean, like, like you got the new ones, and the new ones were cool. The new ones were cool. I think they missed the mark on a couple of things with them. I think they could have made it a little bit better. But they were great cars, and then the aftermarket stepped in on them, and now they made them awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, uh, I think the new ones are some of the more underrated cars. Modern. They cars. are some extremely underrated uh, they cars. Were very, very nice cars. They, they just, are. They, they just kind of didn't really hit the mark of the original. Um, it doesn't mean they didn't hit a great mark. Though. Well, and and the thing is, it's so hard. That's a hard market. To really get people's attention. And keep in mind when the GTO first came out in 1964, there was nothing. that The GTO, the Malibu SS, maybe the small fair lanes, and I'm talking about the, the hot ones. Hot though. Those were the only muscle cars, period. And you had a few you had a few dodges, but they were kind of big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but in that in that intermediate car size, these were the first. So when they hit, they hit hard. Well, and Pontiac marketed it too. I mean, and they did, of course, it, with the Tiger sitting you had there, and, super and, stock Dodges and stuff. But I mean, those are sold to race teams. Yeah, exactly. They didn't market. Dodge wasn't marketing like they are today. General Motors was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Pontiac was way more aggressive, in my opinion, than GM and then Chevrolet was with their marketing on like the Malibu SS things like that. The engineers fought hard for that car too. Uh, Oh, yeah. The, uh, the accountants did not want it. Uh, the insurance companies didn't want it. The funny thing about the GTO is no matter – and the, the thing I find the funniest, and I know I'm going to get a Pontiac purist in here. I'm going to get somebody that's PHS certified and all this good stuff is going to fight this tooth and nail. And the Buick guys are the same way. All you corporation people were like this. <laughs> but it's so funny. In 1964, they came out with a 327 Chevelle. In 1964, they came out with a 389 GTO with tri-power. A big block, tri-power engine that still will not run a small block Chevrolet. Man. Air neck and neck, 
but it should be a night and day. Now, granted, now a little tuning either way is going to totally throw those results off. Man, you just poked a bear, I'll bet. Yeah. Oh, somebody's going to be like, uh uh-uh. uh. But, but I mean, and the thing you got to understand about General Motors, and I've said this time and time again, and say, you know why the Grand National went away? Because they gave the Corvette a run for its money. They didn't like that. Oh, no. You know, and just like your GS Buick guys, and go ahead and get them stirred up while I'm going, poke, poke, poke. I'll go and hit the hornet's nest one more time. This is like the other 455 Buick guys. Do you really think that wanted some of the LS6 Chevelle? No. You know uh, why? Because you don't beat daddy. Now, aftermarket being hopped up, now that's a whole other ball game. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That you, that may be true. I know that there is no definitive answer to what was the fastest muscle No, car. there wasn't, but out of the box. The 455 is probably up there, though. Yeah, I mean, the 455s, I mean, they they were they were pretty impressive, especially when we started getting into Stage 2 stuff and, you yeah, know, yeah. the later years of them. Um, but an LS6 is, that's a horse. That, that is a horse. You know, 450 horse, yeah, that's pretty impressive yeah, the way you yeah, twist yeah. it, especially for 1970. But, um, but, you know, but the Chevelles, I mean, these cars hit, and when they hit, it was huge. I mean, you got people singing songs about them. Justin Bieber didn't sing a song about the new GTO. No, he didn't. No, I would have known. You, pr- you probably would have, millennial. I'm just kidding. I'm just, you I'm just kidding. No. I, I would. <laughs> uh, no. But and I, I tell you what, a, a, a guy that played a big part in the GTO, our buddy John DeLorean. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. 68 pounds. 68 pounds. I thought it was 83. No, I don't think it's about the size of an eight-year-old. I think we yeah, the size of an eight-year-old. Yeah. Whatever eight-year-old mm-hmm. weighs out to be, an average eight-year-old. That's how much. Throw that in the bricks, and we got what John yeah. DeLorean had. But but the GTO, like I said, went through the years and went through the seventies, which are the ones that Robert loved and everybody else hated, and then it went away totally. No, my favorite GTO is either the stacked headlights or the uh, new one. Yeah, the six six sixty seven. Well, sixty four. They all had stacked headlights. Sixty four, sixty seven. Yeah. Anyway, I tell you what else we always got: these commercial breaks. Yeah, and just like uh, just like the Pontiac, we gotta go away for a little while. All right, guys, stay tuned. We're talking about all the cool cars and where they are today, right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. One zero six three W O R. All right, guys, welcome <laughs> back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. I love. I love recording this show, and I love you. I love you, Odd Rod, because you make me laugh and you make me smile. You said something right before we came off the air that was absolutely epic, and I can't repeat it. There once was a man in Nantucket, right? Yeah, I'm just leaving it right there, like chicken in a bucket. But I'm just going to leave it there. All right, Richard Hoskins. Oh man, help us pull it together. What is going on, Glen Campbell, Pennsylvania? Like a rhinestone cowboy named after the singer. What? Yeah, it's not actually. It's not. Get out of here. It, it's about a Glen, whatever. Which that. is which is weird. Though. I'm not a rhinestone a rhinestone cowboy fan. I'm more of a Wichita lineman kind of guy. Myself. Hey, I think I think that's a fifty fifty debate it's for most still people. On the line. That's a good song. I, I think that's actually a major debate on like who's which was better. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I happen to be a rhinestone cowboy kind of guy. I, mean, I, I don't think that you can name a city Glen Campbell and say, yeah, but it's not really about Glen Campbell. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> At this point, yes. <laughs> I'll be honest I'm with sorry, you. What's not about Somebody Glen from Campbell? Somebody Campbell, but Pennsylvania, want to help us out? I think it was named Glen Campbell before Glen Campbell was even born. But Well, yes. they should re... Structure it there. Exactly. <laughs> Restructure There needs history. to be like a 20-foot statue of Glenn Campbell there with a rhinestone jacket. Absolutely. A rhinestone embellished statue. I, I'm all for it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm 
send them an email as we speak. I think, I think we should start this GoFundMe account right now. Could you imagine? Could you imagine starting that website? <laughs> Somebody took GlennCampbell.com. <laughs> I, I think it was Glenn. <laughs> I think he got it. That's hilarious. Or could you imagine if Glenn Campbell lived there and he fills out a, like an envelope to mail a letter? Glenn Campbell. Yeah, Glenn Campbell. I would have to At Glenn Campbell. On Glenn Campbell way. It's hilarious. But anyway, so we're talking about all the cool cars and where they are today. You know, how about a cool car from the past that's still around today? The Volkswagen Bug. Yeah. Man, timeless. Uh, I may stopped and looked at an old air-cooled Bug the other day. Uh, as long as it's air-cooled, they're made properly. And as long as the engine's in the back, they're done right. Yeah, that was, uh, I'm with you there to an extent, but the new Bugs, they're kind of cool, too. All right. Um, <laughs> no, I can't do it. To me, the Bug stopped personally in 67. Like, 66 was it. I can follow you on that one. I'm with you on that one. I don't like Super Beetles. I don't even like the 67s. I like the big glass headlight bugs. Um, you know, 64 actually had a shorter top on it, shorter windows. Yeah. Um, I love those bugs. Of course, split windows, oval glass, any of that stuff. Love. Yeah. Getting, um, into, getting into the money. Super Beetles. Mm. Super Beetles are, are your good entry-level Volkswagen Beetle, yeah, though. because. I mean, yeah, yeah. Still, they're still obtainable, and they're better cars. They are a better car. They're actually wider. And if you don't know any better, you yeah. don't know. People that don't know think they're all the same. Like, yeah, they're and not. they're and they're really totally different when you put them beside each other. Oh yeah, a super they're, they're a night and day difference. Really, a super beetle looks like a cockroach next to a ladybug. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way. Of... I'm, I'm not sure that one of them came with dots on it but you know you what you know what i'm saying absolutely but there's a little lot of people that are darn sure put dots on it and yes. ladybug stuff well you know you got to think about it. the customizing market for a Volkswagen Beetle I mean, oh, people, the aftermarket in general. California. Well, not even necessarily the aftermarket, but what people have done with them. Look at all the Volksrod craze now. Volksrods. I mean, those are cool, you know, straight, you know, doing like the straight axle conversions, no fenders and all that stuff. And some of those are cool. People cutting the tops off of them. And, rail buggies. Oh, rail And just think about the, the kit cars that were based on the V-Dub. Oh, yeah. Sure. Everything. Uh, and I mean... Power plant wise, not not the biggest beast you can make superpower with them. There is a very 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 rare and hard to find YouTube video, but it's floating around. And I'm telling you, you got to dig. The it, back- could, it shouldn't be that hard to find if it's a YouTube video. No, you got to dig the backside of the internet to find this video. I've only found it a couple of times, but one of the movie cars they used for Fast and the Furious just to move around was one of the R34 Skylines that was sitting on a Volkswagen. Well, there's actually the, the, the mm-hmm. DeLorean and Back to the Future. Two, when did they go to the Wild West? Three. 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 That DeLorean was actually on a Volkswagen platform. Probably blew the PRV uh, V6 out of it. Well, what they did was is basically just put a, <laughs> a, a, a DeLorean shell over the top of it. You know, That I one mean, probably went 88 miles It was like a dune buggy. Yeah, it had a better chance of it anyway. Volkswagen <laughs> are cool also because you can build the you know you put a nice little seventeen seventy six in it or something. If you got, got a dual port, got, you know uh, the sky's the limit. It's well, got hundred five horsepower. I mean, what's what's weighs. the big uh, the big thing everybody does is put like Chevy connecting rods in it, small block connecting can, rods. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's all kinds of put little Chevy tricks. wheels on it. I've seen them with rallies. I don't know why anyone would do that. But I'll be honest with you, I've, there's not sense. many cars I haven't seen with rally that's wheels true. on. We are in South Carolina. That's, that's the that's you, the state wheel. You serve a valid point. The rally, and, and everybody, like <clears throat> the truck rallies too. Everybody tries to pass them off. Well, they're the truck rally wheels. Uh, no, no. 
Or, okay. or my favorite saying is them Corvette rallies. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, the Corvettes did actually have 15 by 8. They did have 8-inch eight, eight rally in 68. You know what else they had? They had optional <coughs> aluminum wheels that were a lot better looking. Yes, they did. And, and they put those on the I'll Camaros, be honest with you, I prefer, I the, I, I prefer, the, I prefer the, the hubcaps over rally wheels. Yeah, me too. I just I hate rally wheels with a passion. There's probably three cars in the entire world that I think look okay with rally wheels. Uh, a '69 Camaro in totally stock form, yes. '70 Chevelle in total stock form. '70 Chevelle. '70 Chevelle didn't have one. One had, but but one had rally wheels on it. '70 Chevelle would have had either steel wheels. Or would have yeah, had the, the, the five spoke like the, the five spoke, yeah. Be like, yeah, yeah. Well, Ford and Dodge all had the I same wheels. I'm wheel. just so used to seeing them that you, you do. yeah, you think it comes with yeah, them, but it really yeah. didn't. Um, Looks good on there, and also on an S10 Chevy pickup. <laughs> oh lord, I mean it's so good. I mean, I've seen them on Ford trucks before. I mean, I mean they just they love them. But so we're talking about the bugs, and the bugs are great. You know, the bugs went away in '79. In the U.S., but now Mexico, they continue making them all the way, what, in the 2000s? Yeah, I think it's like... Yeah, air-cooled and everything. That's the... You know, and I just learned that not too long ago. You can actually go out and buy a 98 Volkswagen Beetle, and it's a 98... Well, you know, vintage Volkswagen, they they had a big thing. They sold them here. Yeah. You could buy a Mexican Bug. I remember the green one. I wonder if you would call it like a Spanish fly. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. So you can buy a Mexican bug. But then I'd love to have one. Then they had, then awesome. they had the revamp '98. You know, mm. it came out. And I want to tell you something. I've sold a half a dozen of these things. They're not bad cars. I don't want to put a headlight bulb in one. But other than that, I mean, two liter. They had the TDI turbo diesel ones. I mean, they had turbo bugs. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 pretty cool little cars. I drove a five speed '98 '99 back in when I was working at the dealership. It wasn't a turbo, it was just a little five speed. It was a fun car to drive. And that's what I'm saying. Now, is it the fastest car in the world? Is it the best handling? Is it the sexiest? No, 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 no. I just don't like the styling on it. I do. I mean, they're curvy. And I tell you what, you're getting a lot of people who are actually fixing them up now. The yeah. the, the new style bugs, you know, they're lowering them, doing the air ride, stancing them out. Now and the, they're cool. The newest one, and I don't, you know, I don't even begin to know what generation of bug that would be. For me, it'd be like the third generation. But my third gen bug, you could make a good argument for that. Yes, I would. Well, I would go fourth. I would go fourth because of the Super Beetle. But um, so the fourth gen bug, if you will, the newest body style, they uh, to me is a lot better than the the one it, his predecessor. Yeah, and so I'm the other way around. I think I like the first first time out of the gate new bug versus <laughs> that one. But I mean, it teach their own. And I mean, it was a cool idea. They were very groundbreaking. They were popular. I mean, they went from air sales cool, were through the roof. Oh, they went insane. Every teenage girl in town had one. I know. That's but, why I don't and want you them. like them. Well, yeah. well, that and the optional vase with your matching flower. It's just a stigma. Well, I mean, you got to think about the bugs in general. I mean, they were, they were flower power cars. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? They embraced it in a more feminine way, which, I mean, it was great for sales. Like I said, every yeah, exactly, teenage girl yeah. had one. The marketing. The Volkswagen's be- not hurting other than that whole no, diesel thing. The, the marketing behind it was absolutely genius, but me as a man don't buy a car with a flower. I like how you said though. that. Me as a man. Well, I just, I just you're can't. Such a, you're such a tough boy. Well, I just can't see me driving a, you know, first me of all. Me as a man. First of all, I don't know, you know, I'd have to wear the bug. I wouldn't get in it. I would just, like, put it on. Me as a man. You can man. put it on, like, pants. You're yeah, just, like, man. put it on as come pants. Ride up. I mean, I'm, I'm secure enough in my sexuality. I'd come riding up in a bug. i get a date in a bug. What are I you can, talking about? I can see you driving one, too. Oh, good. 
blonde hair and all that. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like a Ken doll, born Barbie's car. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't bet against you. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I was uh, looking at that vase. Well, that's the funniest looking ashtray I've ever seen in my life. Now, did you hear the rumor, though, they're talking about bringing back the VW uh, bus as a full electric? Uh, but you know what it's like kind of understandable that the company would do that seeing as their flower power background i guess so i I mean it's it's a sensical route for them if you will all right i'll tell you another good one well i'll tell you what i'll tell you another good one hey guess what What? we got a commercial break coming up all right let's do it i'll tell you what guys we're talking about all the cool cars and where are they at now some of them are not so cool. I think we're going to talk about that next. That's for sure. Stay tuned. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 W. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? What you doing over here shaking your head? Nothing. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Carry on with the show. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm doing. All right. That's just, what I'm doing. Just do it. Just mm-hmm. let go. All right. Just be done. All right. They can't see me hit you in the eye. I'm just throwing that out there. Richard Hoskins, what are you doing? What's going on, Mesa, Arizona? That's a good one. Yeah. I love Arizona. It it is. It's kind of like the desert. Yeah, but other than the rattlesnakes, I love it. Well, you know they have them here, actually. Why'd you have to ruin that for us? Yeah, really. (laughs) I can't walk outside. Thanks, Robert. You're welcome. All right. all right, so we're talking about all the cool cars and where. Speaking of things getting ruined, <laughs> yeah, really. Speaking of all the cool cars and where they're at today, how about the Toyota FJ? Mm. See, so the Toyota FJ kind of got that new millennial kind of like redo. Uh, it became a giant girl's car. It. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all said that just so I get on the mic, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty much. You know what, though, Patrick? If you're going to drive a girl's car. You rock it. Yeah, you drive a cool girl's now, car. Now, here's the thing. I, that's a, a bad stereotype, that it is a girl's car. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Well, Barbie's was pink. And mine's not pink. Nah, yours is like desert. And sand. it's not grabber blue, you're, you're, so that's Yours good. is beige. Yeah, it's not it gra- is beige. It's not grabber blue. It's the same so color as my bathroom walls. I need to get it recolored then. Yeah, yeah. You, you, Talk to me. It's definitely time for a respray. <laughs> That was joking, Patrick. That was just to get a rise out of you. It was. Appreciate it. It was. It was. You got the coolest girls' car in the parking lot. You know, I th- I don't know. I think they nailed the head on. I, I think they nailed the nail on the head with the FJ Cruiser. Yeah. As far uh, they're cool and they're extremely popular. I want to tell you something else. Those things got hella resale value too. Yeah, and they're capable. They are yeah, proud it's a of those truck at the end of the day. It is oh, a Toyota yeah. truck, and I mean, and Toyota does That's make a, a great thing. product. You know, I mean, it may not be the most stylish thing in the world, and. Looks like something Kent Safari Ken would be driving, but buy one for my daughter. People always ask me, they're like, "What? What? What is your car? Like, I, I can't put a finger on it." I'm like, "Imagine if they combined a Jeep and a Hummer, and they just put it together." That's basically. Where's yeah, the FJ Cruiser come out in this? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the FJ Cruiser. That's the baby. Yeah. That's, that's okay, I'll put it like this: If my daughter said her boyfriend drove an FJ Cruiser, I'd feel okay about it because we know he ain't getting too far. Hmm. Now, if you come pulling up in a C4 Corvette, oh. chastity belt time. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm just saying. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Why y'all hating on the FJ? <laughs> just, Why are you, you hating on the FJ? We're just messing with you. Come on. It's a great car. <laughs> it is a great car. All right, so I think it's time to move on from the FJ to a not-so-great car. What's that? How about the Chevy Blazer? Oh, man, the new Blazer. 
you know, well, Ford's bringing back the Bronco. And, 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 thank and you, it, Ford. It, it thank looks, you. And it does, from what we see of it, it well, looks it's cool. In, it's in the new movie Rampage. Yeah, there's also been a lot of things in movies that didn't make it in real life, though. Yeah. Look at the Blazer Tango and Cash drove in Tango and Cash. Fair enough. Just saying. Fair enough. But the new Blazer that Chevrolet unveiled is a nightmare. Chevrolet. I it think. looks like a Cherokee. I think they uh, misinterpreted it, it's what Ford horrible. had going on. It is horrible, horrible. It's a crossover. It's not an SUV anymore. Right. Just slapping a legendary name on a crossover is not what Ford did with the Bronco. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ford's actually going back with the classic styling of the baby Bronco, the little Bronco. And this Blazer looks like a Traverse. Crash. If I had a real Blazer, I'd be mad. Well, and that's the thing. When you think Blazer, I think about the 69 through 72s or, or the square bodies, you know, 73 through 91. These cool, classic, iconic Blazers. You know, I want rusty rockers and quarters. I won't take oh, the top off and go through a mud hole with it. I kind of want the Tango and Cash one. <laughs> and that one's cool, too. I'm but. Just, well, I wouldn't go with cool, but. It's, did you Google that one? I, I think did. it was bad news. I did. It was cool. But. That the new one is horrible. Uh, like GM, please, you, please, GM. How, how can you put fender flares on that? Well, I, I know. Would you? <laughs> I know GM has this all electric movement. I mean, it's I'll, like the I new under- mall crawler. <laughs> I understand GM has this the, the, this movement toward electric vehicles and crossovers and all this. That's you know what? That's great. And you know what? If you want to make it a crossover, awesome. But at least do something with the styling. Make it look like a blazer should. It's, it's terrible. Do something with the name. <laughs> yeah, well, let's call it what it is. Yeah, Traverse. The, she- the Chevy Cherokee. Yeah, this is the new Traverse, because that's all it is. And the Cherokee, I mean, I'm sure they're great cars, but come on, it's front-wheel drive-based. And I'm yeah. guessing that the Chevy is also. It's oh, just, I would almost bet my life. Uh, that or all-wheel drive. They'll do it yeah. all-wheel all drive. drive-based. Yeah. yeah. The uh, It's nothing trucky about it. And of no. course, there again, but why build a truck platform? Because you got the Suburbans, you got the Tahoes, and then of course you have the trucks. Why don't they do what they're supposed to? Because the Blazer became the Tahoe, and swack the top off the Tahoe, make it a two door, and make a real Blazer like they should. That'd be cool. I don't think they would sell good. I do. I think they would sell good for a year or two, kind of like the Thunderbirds. You know, why don't they make? Well, like Chevy's a- got a real good thing about making four year production cars and making them really nice, and then exiting them. What yeah. about the what about the call, like a Colorado based blazer? I would be fine with and that. And that right there I would be fine with. Yeah. But why make one that's based off a Geo Metro? Yeah, why why make one that's based off nothing a uh, blazer has ever been? We've had S10 blazers, so a Colorado yeah. blazer would be would work. It, that size makes, platform, I think it'd be phenomenal. It makes all the sense in the world and they'd probably sell very well. I think so. But and you could even do a four-door option, so you could even do a miniature Colorado-based four-door SUV. One idea that would be cool is, like you said, to make it a two-door Tahoe, uh, you know, make the roof removable. But, man, I was pricing Tahoes recently. Make it cheaper. Like, make it a bare bones, you know. Oh, yeah, make it what it's supposed to be. Yeah, those things are expensive. Well, and that's the thing. People don't take $60,000, $70,000 cars into the woods. No. But if you build an SUV... That was a real capable SUV, and I ain't saying it needs a V8. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, go with the inline five or whatever they're running now in the Colorados, and go just with a nice four-wheel, like a Z71 Colorado that was in that 30000 35000 range loaded out, and then you could get a bare-bones two-wheel drive plane one. 
I think they would sell. I really do. And with the rear engine platform, it, oh God, the rear wheel drive, not rear engine. Ooh, yeah. Rear wheel drive. Well, yeah, we, we were, we'll, that was last we'll, segment. We're talking last about No, with the uh, rear wheel drive uh, platform, though. Um, it would open the aftermarket group up so much to these things. How cool would a two wheel drive one be slammed? Oh yeah, it would, and it would happen. I mean, it, that's where that's where it's at. And, and they, GM's like, no. If they would have done that, SEMA this year would be loaded down with last minute slammed two door uh, blazers. Oh, there would be one there in November. Oh yeah, absolutely. Somebody would steal one from GM. They're, and, they're probably going to have one of these done that way, and one of these slammed down will work, but it will not be a blazer. It just don't. Yeah, it's even, not a. Sure the styling is horrible. Yeah, it's, it's hideous. The, and, and while we're at it, Silverado's been around for a long time. The new one, you screwed up on that one too, GM. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not real excited. Of course, there again, when they came out with the body style that we got now. I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I will, I mean, I'll be the first to admit. Was it fourteen? Was the for the new one? Like I didn't like them, but they kind of grew on me. Yeah. So I ain't saying the nineteen won't do that with me either. But right now, no, I'm not feeling it. I think it looks like a Ford truck. And and flashback to Ford. Thank you very much for doing the Bronco justice. Thank you. The Bronco, if if Ford stays true to to what we've seen, that's going to be a great selling vehicle. Uh, well. So it's like I said. It's appearing in the movie Rampage with Dwayne Johnson, and, and they got a silver one in there. And if they do what's in that movie, this thing will sell like hotcakes. I'm sure of it. I think so. I mean, I love that. Lo- I the little boy, the little Broncos have gone insane in price. Oh it it yeah. looks like they fired up the old presses of Kitsch Butcher. I mean, but, it looks like an old Bronco. But you want to talk about pitch perfect though? If they came out with this as hot as the old Broncos are now, boy, that'd be killer. Oh, yeah. It's got to wait and see, guys. But I'll tell you something else. We're going to have to wait to do another show. We'll wait. Have to wait around until next Sunday because you know what? The producer's over here waving his hands. It's like it's time to go home. That's right. All right, guys. I'll tell you what. Thanks for sticking around and playing along with us, talking about all the cool cars and where they're at today, right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WOR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.